in order to truly change, we got to get outside of our comfort zone safely. And then that's when change will happen. Howdy, everybody, and welcome to episode 183 of the SupersetYourLife.com podcast, your weekly workout motivation to fuel your life inside and beyond the gym. Linnell Robitai is joining us today from Orange County, California, to discuss the lion diet. Linnell has been a strict carnivore for, for quite some time and is a personal trainer herself. She's worked with Taylor and myself off and on over the last year and has been a big influence on the way that I eat today. She can be found on Instagram at LanelleRobo2020. We'll put a link to that in the show notes. She was also interviewed recently on Kelly Hogan's channel. We'll put a link to that as well. Linnell, welcome to the show. How the heck are you? I'm doing good. Thank you. And thank you for having me. I'm excited. <laughs> Absolutely. Ple- pleasure's all mine. Is it okay if we pray before we start? Sure, for sure. Cool, cool. Dear Father, to borrow the words of Jesus Christ in John 4, 34, my food is to do the will of him who sent me and to finish his work. Lord God, thank you for our friendship with Linnell, for the example that she sets and for the inspiration she is giving me to eat for what's optimal, not just for what's pleasurable. May this conversation be an inspiration to those listening to make positive decisions around how we eat and how we live. Amen. Amen. Linnell, such a pleasure to speak with you today. Um, Thanks for carving out some time for this. Lots of questions that I have for you. So what drew you to this crazy way of primal eating in the first place? Hmm. Well, probably like most people, especially women, (laughs) um, I would just, you know, just looking to lose weight, be healthy, feel optimal and stuff. And I mean, I'm, I turned 50 this year. So I, and I, in my life, I've been on a million different diets. I've tried all the fad diets, the extreme diet, you know, done, done multiple things, but, um, I was doing keto for quite a while and I had good success with keto. But then as soon as I would go off or I would think that, you know, I like reached my goal or whatever the case might be, I would put weight right back on. And Mm -hmm. so I was just kind of getting frustrated, not kind of, I was really frustrated. And so I was doing some research and, you know, through the beauty of uh, Instagram and stuff, I stumbled across a few carnivores, Dr. Barry, I was watching some of his videos and Kelly Hogan and a few things. And I just was like, you know what, I'm just going to try this. I'm going to see it and, you know, and just see what, if it works for me and stuff. And so I was, t- I, uh, you know, like, okay, I'll give it like 30 days, 60 days, 30 days passed. I felt amazing. 60 days passed. I felt even more amazing. And so I mean, and that was over well over two years ago. And so now it's just, there's no turning back. I mean, I'm no longer, there's no longer a goal as far as like a diet goal. There's like, that's, this is now my life, how I just am. And I just now, I love to tweak things and play around within the carnivore world and just, uh, it's making things better. I mean, if I feel good one day or like, it's, it's so much easier when you're so much more in tune with your body to what, um, what mm-hmm. makes you feel good and what doesn't make you feel good. You know, and so that's with and being within the carnivore world, it's been so, so easy. And I know you mentioned lion diet. I would probably say I'm, which that is what beef, salt and water or ruminant meats, salt and water. I am probably 95% lion. I do. I do have like a little bit of heavy cream and coffee because I do drink coffee. Um, But I also eat other meats. But every single thing is within the carnivore world. I don't 
I never stray from that. I, I, I don't at all. I eat very little dairy other than the little uh, heavy cream. I'm not a big cheese person. Um, I do like it but occasionally, but I, it's mainly meat and it's mainly beef <laughs> and lots of salt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that's what, yeah. How long did it, how long did it take for you to make that transition from, from looking at it as uh, an elimination diet, did you ever did, did you ever see it as th this this way of life as an elimination diet? Because right now you don't feel constricted. You just don't you 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 eat carbs and you eat other foods as often as you want to, which is like basically never, right? I I have not had vegetables in over two years. I haven't had any vegetables. I haven't wow. even had. I mean, literally nothing. I mean, I know there's like a, I think there's like a trace amount of carbs and like eggs or something like that. I, I don't do not. I literally, the one question I ask myself, and it's so funny, people are always like, how do you do that? Before I eat anything, I ask myself, was it an animal or did it come from an animal? That is, if you can answer that question, yes, then I will eat it. You know, and, and so that it's really so simple. And so people, I think, I think sometimes people, they overthink things. I'm an overthinker when it comes to a lot of stuff and they over like, mm -hmm. they just overthink the whole, the whole thought of being a carnivore. But once you see the benefits of it, it's just amazing. I mean, it truly is amazing. Like my energy levels are through the roof and I just feel good. I, you know, I'm like, I just, I feel better than I did when I was 30 and I'm 50 now. And so I, you know, I mean, it's, and that's, what's so amazing with it. And so I think until we can get to our, the point or a person can get to the point where they can truly like do assessment of their body and how they feel. And, and instead of looking at it as, Oh, I don't get to have, you know, my bread, I don't get to have my sugar. I don't get to have this until you could look at it as I feel great. That's, that's, that's what I'm addicted to. I love waking up in the morning, not having any bloated stomach, not having any digestive problems, you know, and things like that. So I always try to weigh the, the, checks and balances like way what is what 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 am i going to benefit from it or you know and go both ways and so the good far out ways what i don't get to eat that i don't even i don't even care it doesn't bother me at all i mean it's it's a no-brainer now so it's pretty easy <laughs> wow when 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 you start talking about how long it's been since you've had any vegetables sometimes people will look like look at you like you're absolutely out of your mind because it's been oh, yeah. about five or six months since i've had any vegetables at all I do not miss them nope. one bit whatsoever. Nope. Did you ever go through a, through, through a, through a, like, did you have to go through any sort of a transition phase where not it was really. like, oh, I mean, okay, one, one week without vegetables, I can make it another week. Or was it just like, I don't miss them. I mean, the only, no, I just, I just like dropped them and I've never been a giant vegetable lover. You know, I do like them, but I, it never was this thing where I was obsessed with vegetables. I've always been more of a meat mm -hmm. person anyways. But I definitely was more, my, my biggest thing would have probably been the, the flour, the, the, those types of, you know, the white flour and, and the, the pasta, not even really possible, like tortillas and things like that. You know, that's, I would much rather have that type of stuff than have, you know, like a big pile of vegetables that, that vegetables were never really like my number one thing. It was always meat. And then I do like, I do like to cook. <laughs> I, and so I would always cook, you know, but it always involved flour and, and, and car and that, those types of carbs. So that's where it, and it was um, a little bit harder to give up those types of things. And it wasn't that it was hard. It's just out of habit. You know, I mean, you don't realize how yeah. much we become attached to, to our, you know, our habits and how we're raised and things like that. You know, I mean, so it was once I just got it into my head and I'm a pretty determined person. Once I like challenge myself to things, 
you know, and once I set a challenge, kind of game myself, over. <laughs> I can definitely like, I, I like to, I like to make that and beat that challenge. So that's where even now to this day, even within being a carnivore, I still always like to put challenges to myself. Like I swear the first day of every month, it's like this trigger, like, okay, what am I going to do for this month? Or what am I going to do for this week? You know, and stuff. So that's what it was more like a challenge. And, but yeah, I mean, the vegetables, I, I, I mean, that wasn't a hard thing at all. I, you know, I still like cook for my family, you know, they have vegetables and they have, mm -hmm. you know, whatever carbs and things, but, um, if they want them, but we are definitely as a family, more meat-based, really heavily meat-based, but I'm not going to put my, you know, my restrictions on them right now. I mean, they have to come to that conclusion themselves. <laughs> so you know how it is, you know, I mean, so we have fruit in our house. We have all that. I haven't had fruit in over two years either. Literally. <laughs> Well, yeah, so, sometimes in my okay, so so my 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 sin, my carnivore sin. You are you already you already said some of yours. Coffee, okay, I'll forgive you for that. I'm just kidding. Yeah, um, I'm I'm not I'm not I'm not I'm not a coffee guy anymore. I actually had to quit uh, caffeine altogether because I was getting kind of out of control with it, and it's one of those things where I can't really control it very well. So I just decided to cut it cold turkey altogether and haven't had it for quite some time. But um, my a keto brick bowl is kind of my first meal of every day when I'm doing two meals a day, if I have time for it. If not, then I'll yeah. uh, just, just do one meal a day of nothing but uh, beef and butter, kind of like more your style. But that, that, but that first meal, sometimes I'll throw like a strawberry in it or, um, or, or just, or just like whatever, whatever fruit is in the fridge. And I always have to choke it down, which, yeah. which is crazy because like, it was so hard to stop eating carbs in the first place years ago. And now that I've just been doing this for so long, um, do, do you, have you noticed this, that your whole perspective on what food is completely changes? You don't look at it as entertainment anymore. You look at it as, okay, I got this, this, and this to do the rest of the day. And that means that, uh, 40 grams of protein. Great. I'm going to recover from my workout, but it's not going to knock me out of ketosis. So I'm going to be able to keep up with the kids at football practice. And then, yep. you know, then I can have my big meal before I go to bed and, and you, and you start, you start you start thinking ahead in terms of how you can optimize uh what you're doing every day and and your life it doesn't isn't around hey i wonder what's for dinner tonight i hope it's good i i yes i completely agree and that i mean in the beginning like i said it was just more out of habit and yeah it was a little bit harder to be around the people or be around you know just like carbs and be around you know all the varieties of food but now, as time has gone on, I would say probably after the first uh, 60 days, I literally, you could put a pile and peanut butter used to be my favorite peanut butter, chocolate, you could put all that in front of me. Mm -hmm. I, I, it, it's not even an interest to me. I mean, I do look at food now for what it is going to do for me, you know, and what, what I'm going to get out of that and stuff. And so it's, it, it has, that's why I feel like the carnivore diet is so simple. It is literally a simple diet. And there is so much when it comes to people with food, I, I know, you know, emotional eating and all these different things and food, it does, it, it does bring like, um, that instant satisfaction. It's very short lived. It's a big but dopamine that, hit. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that dopamine hit, you just get it. And you're just like, Oh, it feels so good. Or it smells good, you know, and, and all that. But I mean, then the, the repercussions afterwards, you know, I mean, mm -hmm. and it, that's the part that I really have changed my view of food. I do look at food a different way. And, um, you know, and I, I'm sure I know some people around me, it's like, I, you know, kind of laugh because people do look at you like you're a carnivore, you know, like, you know, you mean you don't eat this and you don't eat that. And I'm like, 
no, you know, and <laughs> you try to explain it to them, but you can kind of gauge right from the very beginning how they're going to take it. <laughs> so, yeah. you know what I mean? If, like, if they ask me questions, I have no problem going explaining it all to them, but it is, you know, I mean, so I don't know. It, it's food is, we need to obviously we have to eat to live, right? In order to stay alive. So that's what it's nice with this is we can be more specific and we can, it, it's for one, it's kind of like eliminates all the questions. Is it, is it a carnivore? Is it from an ant or is it from an animal or, you know, and things like that. So it makes it simple, but right. yet then it does all help it makes our days go better. Our energy levels are up. Our blood sugars aren't going up and down and stuff. I mean, that's just mm -hmm. like, there's a beautiful thing in that. <laughs> so I love to just feel energy all day long. And, you know, and I yeah. can, there are times if I feel like I'm a little bit tired or something that I like, if I will like kind of recap what I've eaten for the day, then I'm like, oh yeah, I probably need to eat a little bit more fat or a little bit more protein and then I can do it and then I'm fine. So it's, yeah, yeah it's, it's interesting. Are you tracking your macros right now or, or are you uh, just going completely by satiety? So I had never tracked macros until I started working with you in, what was I think, January when I started working with you. And that right there taught me so much to see like the macros on paper and then to follow that and to see what my body was doing, tracking those macros. And so now I don't, I don't like weigh out my food like I used to, but just from doing it for those few months, I now have a good visual. When I see what I'm eating, I kind of can gauge and I know when I've gone over and I know when I've gone under. And so I try to keep them within those same ranges. And it's just, I, I feel so good without those. It's like with how, um, with keeping in a range, you know, I don't always stay to the T of what we had, you had me set at, but I also don't, I know when I go above it for a day or two, then I'm like, oh yeah, I need to just, re, you know, kind of like rein it back in. And then I feel amazing again. So it, I don't track my macros on a daily, but I definitely have way more awareness of it since working with you and just really seeing it on paper. Thanks for that. It makes me happy to hear yeah, that. I, I've, it does I've been... help, you know, I mean, and I obviously I'm not going to ever compete in a bodybuilding competition or a phys, you know, physique competition or anything like that. But I wanted to train like that. And I wanted to just track like that just, just for the sole purpose of seeing, you know, how it felt. And I, I enjoyed it so much. I really did enjoy it. So I still, I mean, yeah, it's, I could go on and on, but <laughs> I do love it. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I, I've, I've been kind of, doing the same thing too i've been um trying to get away from tracking macros actually because it's it's time consuming and and yeah. and and most if not all of the carnivore not, not carnivore bodybuilders like me but most carnivores in the nutrition space will um, advocate to not track macros and to completely let your satiety signals tell you how much to consume of of of, of protein and and fats and what i've been finding is that i think that's wonderful for overall health wonderful for athletic performance bodybuilding. Okay. We got to get nitty gritty and we got to really track things because yeah. we're manipulating things beyond what our body is like necessarily designed to do in the first place. Right. <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, but, 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 but I'm with you though. I've, I've been, I've been loosely tracking proteins. So like basically anywhere from 200 grams to 250. And then I, and then I know that I have enough to recover and then mm -hmm. fats just, I have no idea, not, not even weighing them, have no clue. Couldn't tell you, couldn't tell you to the nearest 100 yeah. grams how much fat i'm eating do not have an idea and it works yes i i agree and that's i think everybody i mean just just for their own sake 
at some point should track just for a short while, just to, so you can mm -hmm. kind of really, cause your body does change when you follow the macros. And then you've, as we were lowering them and, and messing around with them, like your weight would change or, you know, things were changing. And so I think everybody mm -hmm. should at one point, but exactly. I mean, forever, I mean, that's exhausting. It's exhausting to even think about it. It's like the point where I'm like, oh, I'm not going to do this. That's it's, it's almost like people that say you have to eat, you know, such and such and such, you know, like fish and da 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 da. It's like, no, I mean, I personally, I like shrimp. I'm not a big fish person. I wish I did like sardines. I wish I did like salmon. I do not like it. And I just can't get myself <laughs> to eat it. So if I, if I was told you have to eat that in order to be a carnivore, I might have to leave the carnivore world, but I'm, you know what I mean? But I know for myself, I don't have to eat that. And so that's why with the same thing with tracking macros, I know I don't have to track them. It, I think everybody should track them for a short period, just, you know, just so they can kind of gauge get, it helps you get a better understanding of yourself. I think my, my opinion. Yeah, so. absolutely. I think it was either February or March. I was, I, I, I remember this like it was yesterday. I was at the gym. And the reason I remember this so well is because this was one of the, this, I, I, I will be on record saying this is, one of the weirdest phone calls that I've, that I've ever had. When you told me, Hey, I want my meal plan to be nothing but beef and butter. That's it. And I was like, I, remember. I was, I was like, Whoa, Whoa, what? Like no bone broth, no steak, no I, I mean, beef and butter. That's it. Not, not, nothing else. I mean like yeah. no bacon to make a burger out of it. No, uh, no, no, no sour cream. On, no, you're, you're, you're not, no, no avocado. I mean, you're literally just going to eat this like with a fork and you're like, yeah. And I was like, okay. And, and I think it took me about a second and a half to write that meal plan. Yeah. And I got that over to you. <laughs> and then after the first week you were loving it. And after the second week you were still loving it. And I was like, hang on. Okay. This is pretty close to how lucky this is pretty close to how everybody else that I'm that, that, um, to uh, Susie, Wendy, everybody, everybody else that's, um, you know, sticking mainly to red meats. And I'm like, maybe there's something to this and so i just went out on faith and 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 basically copied what you were doing and it changed my life all my cravings for sugar went away all my cravings for for any kind of carbs went away and now when i get hungry the only thing that sounds good is red meat <laughs> and so i've just yeah. been living off of it and loving it we get our we get yeah. our lamb in on monday uh, my wife and i just bought an entire lamb nice. so i'm talking every, yeah we told them to leave the organs in too so i'm hoping they left the brains in there liver heart everything <laughs> That's awesome. And you know, that's, yeah. I mean, the, the ground beef for one, I mean, it's really easy to digest. It's just, it's so easy to measure. I feel like you can get more of an accurate, you know, I mean, when it comes to the, what, especially with when we were, I was counting the macros, the ribeyes or and things like that, it's a little bit harder. Sometimes have more fat that, you know what I mean? It's like, you can get exactly. kind of a, a general estimate, but the, 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 um, ground beef is just so simple. I mean, it's just so easy to do. Yeah. It made, it made life easy. And I, and then when it came to that, I like to have a easy. <laughs> so, and I, exactly. I'm satisfied with it. I, I'm very satisfied with it. I don't, you know, I mean, I, yeah, I, uh, it's still to this day. That's my number one go-to is ground beef. I, I do eat like if we have steak or tri-tip or whatever, you know, but it's pretty much ground beef. Mm -hmm. Do you ever feel like you're missing any nutrients from anything else like 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 steak? Because I know that steak has a little bit higher of a magnesium content. I'm not sure how that gets watered down when it gets processed and turned into ground beef. Yeah, you know, I don't know. I mean, unless I just it's not manifesting itself in a way that, you know, I would like try to figure out what's wrong with me. Um, 
No. And I don't take any supplements. I once in a while will drink electrolytes. Like, you know, I'll just take a, just drink a bottle of that, you know, some of that down in some water. Um, mm-hmm. I do like to fast. That's where, when, when I was talking about challenges and you're talking about caffeine, like I went last week, I went the whole week almost without any caffeine. I just quit no coffee, no nothing because I, I, those are challenges I like to do. Like last year I went probably three months without any coffee, any caffeine, no diets, nothing. I just, you know, didn't do it as a challenge, but because I also wanted to compare how I felt on caffeine versus off caffeine. And the only thing I think I truly felt was sadness. <laughs> I didn't feel, you know, and it was funny because I just watched your, your, uh, that car, the carnivore, the coach's corner with the uh, artificial sweeteners. live broadcast. Yeah. Thanks. And you guys were talking about the whole artificial sweeteners and all that. And I liked uh, what Mark said. It was about like, basically if it makes you happy, you know what I mean? It's like it literally, and it does, it's like a yeah. little bit of coffee. Cause I have a long commute in the morning. I'm 60 miles from work every, you know, each way. So I have a long commute and it does, it just brings me happiness. Um, and mm-hmm. so I'm like, I've, but I've also, like I said, I've gone without it just to see, I don't want to be dependent on it, like for energy or whatever, Correct. but I can go without it. Not a problem. And so when, with the topic of artificial sweeteners, I do, I'll drink a diet Coke. I'd go a long time without diet Coke as well. But once in a while, like I don't drink alcohol. So if we go out, like we were at a company party last weekend and, um, everybody's drinking and you know, all the stuff and all of this food was out there. I ate the little burger patties and I drank a diet Coke. That's all I had. And I drank diet Coke. Cause I'm like, you know, I don't have, I'm not going to beat myself up over like, Oh my word, you just drank this artificial sweetener. You know, I'm like, you know what? It, it was fun. It was social and, and, and everything like that. And it does not trigger any cravings in me. I know a lot of people do say that if you eat anything sweet taste, it triggers the cravings. I have zero cravings. I don't, maybe I'm odd, but I have zero cravings for anything that's not carnivore. And so that's why drinking a diet Coke or anything like that, it does not trigger that in me at all. So I'm very thankful for that because I don't want to have that's I I know people that do struggle with sugar cravings and battle that and I'm super happy I don't have to <laughs> I don't have to deal with that so yeah, yeah. wow yeah so, uh, there's also a little bit of caffeine in diet coke so maybe there's like an appetite suppressant um, fact factor in there yeah I don't know I mean, but 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 the, the 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 dopamine hits though with the coffee and the artificial sweeteners I think that that's where people can get carried away with it. And then that's when <laughs> not, uh, not, not to bring up an inappropriate topic, but um, the best Seinfeld episode ever, in my opinion, is master of your domain. <laughs> I don't know if you've seen that one, but when they say, are, but are, okay, but, but, are, but are you, it's, it's about something that's very, very inappropriate, but this is where my mindset is, is, is always, is always with food is, is, is this a master over me or am I a master over it? And if I and, and if cutting something out uh, of my diet, um, no matter no matter what it is, results in sadness, depression, um, hard to quit. Um, yeah. These are all the experiences that I noticed when I cut caffeine and when I cut artificial sweeteners too. Was that that's a sign that that's a problem and it's run, and, it, and it has too much control over my life. Got to get rid yeah. of it. Only, only, only yeah, Jesus, yeah. only Jesus gets to be in control of my life. That's it. <laughs> Understand. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, and that, I, I agree. I agree. And I, you know, I mean, it's just, I have a coffee in the morning on my way into work. I'm not one that makes a pot of it and drinks it all day long. And, you know, and, and all of that stuff. I don't, and I don't, t- like I said, I don't drink any 
other things that have artificial sweeteners or whatever. But, you know, I mean, it's just, it's just to each their own, I think. And it, but it's one of those, those things that, you know, some people are like, oh, well, you're not a carnivore because you drink coffee. I'm like, you know, I, 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 maybe I'm not a complete carnivore because I drink coffee, but I always, I guess I clarify, I'm a carnivore who drinks coffee. <laughs> you <laughs> I know? Mean, and so, my, 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 do my dog ate a cow pie. Does that mean that she's not a carnivore either? <laughs> yeah, you, you know, exactly. So I, you know, I mean, it's, we can get super technical and I mean, it boils down to how do you feel, you know? And I mean, if it doesn't make me feel good, I don't want to eat it. And if it does make me feel good, that's great. You know, I mean, some people won't even use spices. I, I mainly just use salt. I, that's all. I'm not a big giant spice person, but not going to lie. Occasionally I sprinkle some garlic on there and paprika on my, you know, my meat or something, you know, I, and so some people get, you know, freaked out about that too. So, you know, I, I mean, it's, there's so many more things to be worried about uh, with, within the carnivore world than a little bit of spices, you know, I mean, so I don't know. I just, I feel good. I'm going to carry on. I'm glad you got, I'm, I'm glad you brought up the spices. I, I, I get asked quite often uh, in consultations and in, uh, in, 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 co in coaching meetings, are spices okay? I don't, and I hate it whenever, whenever someone says, can I eat this? Can I eat that? I'm like, I just don't like the, 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 the way that the question is, is yes. phrased. This should not be an elimination diet. If you're, if, if you're, if you're eating ruminant um, animal meat to satiety, and your and and your and your fat sources are good, and you're staying away from processed foods. I mean, uh, my cravings for everything except for beef and salt completely went away. So, anytime that just, just this is just me personally is anything um, like extra added flavor onto the meat itself, it just takes away from the meat because I love the way that ground beef tastes. Like I love it. I yes love the way that steak tastes, and anything else like any extra added flavor. Um, I guess that's just why I like salt so much because it brings out the natural flavor of the meat instead of adding something else onto it. I find it to be a more, more enjoyable experience to eat it that way. I agree. I agree. And I, I also see like some of the problems that with people that people have with carnivore or it's it's they, they forget why they're coming to like while why they are looking for a diet or a way, you know, cause it's usually they have issues or whether it's weight or whether it's whatever type of issues mm -hmm. going on with their body. So I that's why it's something. Exactly. And so that's why it's kind of, it's a little bit slippery slope for me when I see these people that come and they, they to eat carnivore yet they're trying to, you know, recreate all of these, these, uh, standard American diet, just all these, these different recipes, you know what I mean? That are, there's nothing wrong with having, you know, uh, you know, making carnivore pizza or carnivore or whatever. But I think it, 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 it's to truly get rid of the cravings. You have to get those kind of things out of your mind because it's like, I, I don't eat pizza because I know what the crust, I know what it does to me. So that's why I don't eat pizza, you know? And so that's where I, I mean, you got to, to me, first of all, you have to find uh, satiation and satisfaction with just meat, you know, and, and, and then add in things here and there if you want to for fun. But people that are trying to, you know, do carnivore lasagna, carnivore this, carnivore that. It's like for me, especially in the beginning, I worry that people, they're not truly understanding while why they aren't eating the lasagna, why they aren't eating the, you know, these things. And then it's um, it could kind of lead to frustration as to maybe why they're not losing weight or maybe why they're not, you know, I mean, and so I found for me personally, I found my best 
like losing weight and the best energy levels going up was when I literally in a day will eat like say two or three, maybe max ingredients, you know? And so, but when you're, and that's the thing, when you're making like these casseroles and this stuff like that, that has all of this stuff in it. I I mean, I, even though it's all carnivore, it's like, I think it's just like overloading your body and your system and stuff. It is exactly. So it, it stops your body from truly just burning fat and just becoming optimal. Right. That's my, that's my opinion. You, you, <laughs> you can, you, no, you're, you're, you're so, you're so spot on. You can, you can get away with eating so much more food. If you optimize your digestion, when, when you, when you eat something that has five or more ingredients in it, that's, that, that's a lot more stomach acids that your body has to produce to be able to break those down. You stick yes. with just one food and just leave it at that. Then you can truly tell how much you need to eat because if, eating more of the same thing sounds good, then great. You're probably hungry. And it's, and that's not, and and that kind of psychology is not just limited to a meat-based diet. You could be eating pizza. I'm not even talking meats. I'm talking actual pizza. Yes. Um, yeah, this was, I think like two years ago, we, we had a, we had, we had Greg on, um, Greg Boitos. He's a Skullbells customer. And this dude, um, he, he eats pizza all the time and he didn't expect, where he ate nothing but pizza all day, every day for, 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 a, for like, I think a couple months, he wrote an entire book on it too. Wow. Um, he's a super funny guy. And, and, and just the, obviously I would never recommend that somebody eat nothing but pizza every day and neither would he, but he did it as an experiment. And what he, and what he noticed was, was that he lost weight doing it because it was just, it was just the same thing every single day. But when you went, 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 but when, when you have five different options of things to eat in a meal, you feel obligated. Like you need to eat every single one of them. And then before you know it, yeah. Okay. You're, you're not, not, now your stomach is an overdrive try, trying to figure out what to do with all this. Um, not just one type of food, but all these different types of foods. And yes. now you're bloated and now you're tired and you, and you're not going to have energy to do crap the rest of the day. So hopefully yes. you're just going to watch TV after that, I guess. Yeah, I, yeah, exactly. Exactly. And you know, I think that it's like when, especially well, when you're trying, if you're trying to watch, you know, count macros or do anything, it's like when you start combining all of this food together, it just, it, it, it can get out of control really fast. <laughs> so, and I, you know, mm-hmm. but in the beginning, but in the beginning, and, and I love to encourage people. I love like people that I meet and I teach classes out of the gym. I, if they ever ask me about things, I mean, I always, obviously in the beginning, you don't want to overload them with too much information. You just want to, I, me personally, I just want to help them, you know, like, um, just kind of simplify things. But then that was the beauty of being doing this, being on carnivore now is I've been able to just like eliminate things that I, you know, it, it's just like kind of like naturally they eliminate themselves, you know? And so right. like in the beginning I, I did eat more cheese and I did, but now I'm like, I don't feel good when I eat it. So it's eliminated, you know? I, and so, and I don't drink glasses of heavy cream. I have a little bit of splash in my coffee, you know? So and that's pretty much the only dairy that I get. So, I, I mean, that's the beauty of it is when you do are, are able to listen to your body and know when you're satiated and know when, you know, I feel good that it, it's, it's, mm-hmm. it's done the door, you know, the food, the food window is shut. <laughs> and so I just, you know, and, and it's good. So I don't know, there's, but it's, I don't know. There's a lot, we could always talk about a lot of stuff. It's just I, carnivore is just so it's been simple. It's been like motivating. It's been, just inspiring. It's been really good. So I'm, I'm happy. <laughs> what's it, what's it done for your mental clarity? Like your, your, your cognitive energy, how you, how you perform at your job, how you, how you think throughout the day. Has there been an improvement there over the last two years? 
I think so. I, I think so. I mean, and I, I especially, obviously, I remember it more in the beginning when I first started versus now, you know, because now it's just kind of like a normal, you know, I mean, I feel, um, uh, I just feel good and stuff. Um, mm -hmm. But definitely clear, you know what I mean? I, I just, I just feel like it's easier to process things. It's easier to, yeah. you know, just like the, like stuff, you know, like if it's coming at you, it's easier to deal with stuff, you know? And so mm -hmm. um, I definitely, it definitely helps. That's a, I completely agree with that statement when they, they you know, they, they talk about the keto and, and carnivore with mental clarity. It truly is. And I, I think that's just from the processed foods. And then that once you eliminate that, boy, you're miles ahead of a lot of people. <laughs> so, you yeah. know, that's, that's, you know, I mean, don't, don't, I even will tell people, don't become a carnivore. Just, just eliminate these three things, you know, white flour, white sugar, and processed foods. Start there and then, and see, you know, how well you feel. And then, I mean, it'll start happening after that. So. Exactly. Yeah. Just, just going straight cold, cold Turkey to, to carnivore. I mean, you can do it. And if, and, and if you want to do it, great, go for it. But if you're hesitant about going, going carnivore, um, I totally agree with you. I think that's a much wiser move because even, even though it's a primal way of eating, and yes, I believe that we were that that, 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 we're, that we're designed to eat this way, and that we're meant and that we're meant to eat this way, go, going uh, making a drastic change in any aspect of your life is usually comes with consequences and quite a bit of an adjustment phase. So I'm 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 totally I'm totally with you. Get get rid of anything that has lectins in it, phytic acid. Um, you so most most people will will see the best results getting rid of get, getting rid of like bread and actually most vegetables first. You can even leave a lot of the carbs in there and and and, st and still do just fine. Yes. Um, it's, it, you know because that's usually what's most important to people. So then um, once you've got that down, a week later, then cut out the carbs. But it it's yeah. dependent from person to person. I mean, it's it's easy to say we got to realize we obviously live in a world where we're inundated with uh you know food restaurants commercials mm -hmm. and it's you know i mean and it's just so but that i mean so once you can start making the baby steps with cutting out certain things and and it is good it's good for us to i think it's good for our, ourselves to build self-control start little and then you know and then, and then go from there because if people that like same thing with going to the gym you know like oh i'm gonna start working out so they go crazy 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 and then they're so sore the next day or they're just miserable and it's like okay that didn't go over well you know i mean it's just like just start moving a little bit and speaking of working out that is one thing boy in the last couple of years i have been so excited to see like how much leaner I have gotten. And, and, you know, and so those are other factors with being carnivore, you know, eating fat and protein that my muscles are like popping out everywhere. And it's like places that, you know, it's like, you never thought they would ever be ever show the, to, you know, show but, it, so. but wait a second, how do you have muscle glycogen if you're not eating carbs? <laughs> yeah, like, exactly. aren't, aren't you like super weak and flat in the gym? Like, yeah. like how, how do you get a pump? Oh my it, word. Isn't that funny? You know, I mean, and that's what's so like when people question you, it's like, because people will start to question me and then they'll mm -hmm. like, but then they see you and they start talking to you. And then I think they kind of like rein their questions back in because they're like, okay, obviously to me, action speaks louder than words, you know? Mm -hmm. And so that's where you have to just, sometimes you literally have to zip your mouth and just go and then let them see you. And then all of a sudden it's like, oh yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. And, and, and if you do zip your mouth and if you're walking the other way, then, you know, maybe just like spread your lats a little bit. And... Exactly. Like <laughs> flex a little bit. And you're like, oh, okay. Yeah. Wow. So yeah, it, it, it is funny. So but I know we, we've all been taught, you know, it's like, it's, 
the world we live in, we've been told it's been pounded into our brains, you know, what we need to do. And breakfast is the most important meal of the day. And like, that's my most favorite meal to skip. You know, <laughs> I mean, just, and so I just like, I'm sorry, but you know, I am a little anti, I, I can be a little bit independent thinking on a lot of things, but it's, yeah. <laughs> so we don't want to go down that rabbit hole. <laughs> breakfast favorite favorite meal to skip i love I oh love yeah that. heck yeah, yeah. And, heck and, yeah. And, who, and, and who and who's the people telling us that we and who who's the people telling us that we need to be eating carbs that we need to be eating breakfast that we need that to be getting our grains in um, people that are making money off of those sick people so i yeah you know, I yeah mean, to I'm me kinda, i'm like if you enjoy breakfast i'm kind of wondering if we should go into conspiracy theories now or if we should yeah. save that for off the air because i'm <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm, to, I'm, to, I'm totally with you there's there's people that yeah. want to fix your problems and make money off of it and there's people yeah. that want to that, 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 that want that want to genuinely help you be healthier <laughs> i mean and it's sad to say i mean because when it does come to health you literally have to follow the money i mean do mm -hmm. they make money off of healthy people oh and I feel like, and, and I, I totally now, even more so since switching to carnivore, stand on the belief that the things that God created are the best for us. The sun is good for us. That vitamin D is so good for us, you know, and animals, animal products, they're good for us, you know? And so yeah. that's where I, you know, it's like, so I, yeah, I mean, that's just that fact alone is just enough to, uh, anyways, people sometimes don't take to it very well. <laughs> <laughs> Amen. So uh, do, do you stick mainly with beef or do you ever incorporate other red meats like venison or lamb? You know, I have not had lamb before. I've um, Venison, we don't really have the opportunity to get it very often. My husband does go hunting once a year and usually gets one. So I'll have a little bit here and there, but we don't really have the opportunity. Just the availability. Um, it's usually beef. So, right. and it, like I said, 95% lion. The other, I do eat a little bit of pork and chicken probably my biggest my like if a, a treat will be like i'll just roast chicken wings i loved i'll eat a plate of chicken wings you know or something like that but it's I, it's pretty much just beef i love i'm also actually now if i'm not eating ground beef i love to dehydrate <laughs> tri-tip that is like my most favorite i'll get the untrimmed so it has the good fat on it slice it up thin put it in my dehydrator for like eight to ten hours and mm, and it's i'll eat that just for lunch and dinner i you know i mean it's just it's my favorite it's really? one of my favorites. Yes. I don't know if you ever wow. tried it, but yeah, it's so, and it's so easy because it's so, it's like, it's easy to go. Like a couple of weeks ago, I did a trip from Washington to California, had to bring, I mean, excuse me, California to Washington, had to, for my work, had to bring one of our trucks up there. It's 17 hours. I left my house at 2.30 in the morning. I drove into Washington or I got up to where I was dropping the truck off at 7.30. So I drove straight through. And I, the only time I stopped was to get gas and to go to the bathroom. I had my dehydrated beef with me. I never stopped at any restaurants, nothing like that. And so it just, travels. it travels super well. So I don't know if people, if you, and I got my dehydrator, it was cheap. It was off of like Facebook marketplace, 60 bucks. And I, mm, I love it. That's incredible. <laughs> yeah. And if you ever tried that, you guys definitely need to try it. It's good. The tri-tip too is I've tried all the different other cuts, you know, but oh man, that tri-tip is good. It, it, it seemed like it would have an, enough fat, like kind of spread out throughout the meat, but not like super heavy in, in one spot. Like you see on like a New York strip steak or something where like, I could see where that wouldn't work as well. You could get, so with the tri-tips, they have trimmed and untrimmed. So usually the trim yeah. tri-tip is more expensive than the untrimmed. So whatever's on sale is what I buy. Cause you know, I don't you know, you get the most bang for <laughs> oh, your buck, yeah. but you just slice Seriously. it thin and I'll, I'll send you some pictures. I'll send you some pictures of it. And so you can Please see, do. but it's just. 
it's so simple and it's just so easy to do. And, and some piece of oh, just, yeah. And all they do is take the, the Celtic, the salt, put some salt on it and put it in there. And that's all it is, is beef and salt. That's, good. <laughs> that, that's incredible. Um, what, what, what are the, what are the kind of, what other kind of, um, cuts of steaks do you like? Like if you had to pick one favorite cut of steak. I do like ribeyes, but they're so outrageously priced right now. And if you go to a restaurant, yeah. I mean, it's just like, it's so, I feel like I'm committing a sin when I go to a restaurant and order like a $60 ribeye. I'm like, when I could literally go to the grocery store and buy my food for the whole week for that, <laughs> that price, you know? And, and, but, and, um, and you can, and you can make it taste 10 times better than they do at the restaurant yes, every single yeah, time. Yeah. But if I was if like, if budget wasn't on an issue, I would say, I definitely do like ribeyes. I like, that's just like, I like filet mignon. Eh, no. Ribeyes is my favorite, and you, I, you know, I, so. How do how do you cook them? Do you do you do you do you sear them? Do you smoke them? Barbecue them? I like to sear them. I like to. Uh, our friends, some of our friends, he's one of our friends. He's a chef. He showed me how he does it, and he literally turns the grill up to like six hundred. He puts it on, puts the he lets the the meat sit out for like an hour before he put it on the grill. That's the, that was the big trick was let it kind of come up to a little bit like not room temperature, but let it sit out of the fridge for like an hour, and then he puts the salt on it right before. He sets it on that searing hot grill for like four minutes on one side and then flips it four minutes or five minutes on the other. Or, you, you know, could do it less than that, depending on how rare you want it. Take it off. Let it sit for like 10 minutes and it's perfection. That's wow. but yeah, definitely on high. And that yeah, that's how I we always cook them just with the bar on the grill. Turn it up high. And so it's super fast, too. Hey everyone, Coach Taylor Milton here. Welcome to Skull Bells TV, the official YouTube channel of supersetyourlife.com where you're gonna discover a weekly upload of quick and easy to follow workout tutorials featuring Coach Colt, myself, or one of our athletes to keep your workouts fun, practical, and effective. Our family's latest keto carnivore recipes that fuel Colt's competitions and keep myself and our kiddos strong and healthy. Video uploads of the supersetyourlife.com podcast, now over a hundred episodes your weekly dose of entertainment, education, and inspiration to fuel your life inside and beyond the gym, and much more. Last thing before we get into the video, we're asking a big favor from you. This has been working beautifully, so if you would please think of someone you care about that would benefit from this video, go ahead and smash that like button, click the share button, and text this video to them. That would mean the world to us. And while you're at it, make sure you hit the subscribe button so you don't miss more exciting content from School Bells TV because our team has lots of meat and lots of muscle coming your way and I promise you won't want to miss it. When you hit the subscribe button, you'll see a bell icon pop up. You want to click that too so you're notified every time we release a new video. Thank you so much for the support. It means the world to us. Every like, share, and subscription helps our channel grow and supports our family's hard work. So thank you so much for doing your part too. That's all we ask. God bless you, and please enjoy this video. <laughs> you mentioned you, you, you mentioned cost like a few minutes ago, and that's another one of the things that I that I get asked a lot too. Is is like, uh, especially in consultations, like I got I got to know, okay, um, what's your budget? Like, are you someone that can eat ribeyes every day? Like we, we like uh, Wendy. We were just talking about Wendy. Yeah. She, she literally eats ribeyes every single day. Great. If you can afford that, then more Do power it. to you. Yeah. Most people, most people can't. I cer I certainly cannot afford that. So, yeah, exactly. uh, so I'm, I'm on, I'm on team ground beef. <laughs> yeah. Uh, have you found this, have you found this way of eating to be uh, more expensive, less expensive than how you ate like two or three years ago? Definitely less expensive for me. Yeah. Well, for one, 
like I don't for me personally, I don't we I mean, if we go out to eat, there's a lot of times we'll go out to eat that I don't even eat just because I don't you know, I mean, it's just I, I'm not hungry or it's just like I just like I said, I don't want to spend forty dollars for something when I'm just going to eat like the, you know, the one little bit of meat on it and I'm not going to touch anything else that's on the plate. So yeah. me eating out is we don't eat out. I don't eat out that very often or that often. Um, but, and then, yeah, just as a whole, I shop sales and, you know, and then I just will stock up on it. So it's pretty simple. You know, I mean, like yesterday I'd found some really good deals on some ground beef, the 80, 20, I took it home. I cooked it up. I have my food for like the next two or three days. I, you know what I mean? I yeah. just, it's just made it simple. So I'll kind of just cook it really rare. So then when I do heat it up, if it cooks a little bit more, it's not like overdone. So, you know, and I'm, and then again, I, I realize I'm eating to just what I'm eating for the reason I'm eating, you know, I mean, I'm not eating because I've had a stressful day and I need to like have it calm me down or anything. Mm -hmm. I'm eating it because I'm going to be working out or I'm, I'm just living, you know, and I need yeah. the energy. So that's, that's, that's a big thing. When you start looking at food as emotional therapy, you dig yourself into a hole really, really quick. That's not yeah. what food is for food. Yeah. Food is fuel. Yeah. If you, if you're, if you're stressed about your day, um, that's a great opportunity to read. That's a great opportunity to pray. That's a great opportunity to spend some time with your loved ones. That's yep. uh, food is not the answer. Go food for a just walk, makes, go do something. You, you, exactly. You know? Yes. And, and so, yes. and, and I do, I, I have a, I feel sorry for people because like, I mean, I should say I have sympathy for people that, you know, I mean, genetics does play a role in things, you know, and stuff. And so mm -hmm. it's, it's, it's some people, you know, I mean, they are skinny, but yet they're not, they're maybe unhealthy or they're, you know, over, you know, the different things. And so I do know that those are factors too. And what, so that's why we got to look again, look at food as what it's doing for us, you know? And so that, it, I mean, I have five sisters, so I'm right in the middle. I have two above me and three below me. My mm -hmm. two, there's out of us, six girls, three of us, the girls are like, have been stick skinny. They could literally eat McDonald's. They could eat whatever they want and they never gain weight. Then there's me and then my two younger sisters that we have struggled our weight with our weight our whole life. It's always been up and down, up and down. So mm -hmm. that's where it, 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 and I do know we all came from the same, same parents, same mom, same dad, but our body types are so different. And so that's where I think it's been with me that I've gotten to more focused and more um, aware of what food works for me and what food doesn't that I do, you know what I mean? And so I have to watch that and I know what makes me feel good and what doesn't. And so that's where if I am having an emotional day or having a stressful day, I, you know, don't turn to the, you know, what it might instantly satisfy me, but it's going to be in the long run it's going to hinder me and it's going to make me not happy. So yeah. that's, you know, I mean, there's so many, it's such a dynamic, a lot of factors in that stuff. So. Mm -hmm. um, emotional eating is a, is, is a, is a very, is a very real thing. And it's something that, that I used to do um, quite a bit actually before going, um, before going strict carnivore or as strict as I am right now, I guess you could say, um, are, are there, what, what, what rituals do you have or practices, uh, go-tos do you have when you've had a particularly stressful day and, um, and, and you might have some temptation to emotionally eat? How do you, how do you work around that? Um, a couple of things. I think for starters, I've 
now completely in the habit if I'm going to like emotionally eat, if that's what we're going to call it, mm-hmm. it'll be something in the carnivore world. You know, it'll be something that maybe I'm not hungry, but I just need something, you know, I just want something. So I'll go beef jerky or I'll go get some of my, you know, whatever. Or if I always usually have ground beef cooked up or bacon, something cooked up in the fridge, I'll go eat something like that. Or I do try to like, let's get outside, let's go for a walk, let's go do something, you know, just kind of like try to diffuse whatever is the the situation might be, you know, but I mean, let's face it, we live in a, a crazy world and sometimes you can't. So it, it's, it's going to have to come down to willpower, I think as, as part of it. Um, mm-hmm. And then also realizing that once you get the situation isn't gonna last forever. Mm-hmm. And then once it's over, it's like, I think the more times you go through it and you're successfully go through it without binging or without going off the deep end with eating, you feel way more like, wow, that was awesome. You, you the, start the building rest. confidence after a while. Doing exactly. That. Exactly. And so I think that's probably the biggest thing right there is just getting through it. You know, like if, if I am going to so-called eat more than if I'm, you know, I'm not truly hungry, but I'm going to eat, it is definitely going to be something carnivore. It's going to be more meat or something. <laughs> I'll cook up some bacon. Yeah. I, bacon always satisfies, you know, I mean, it's just got, it always tastes good or, <laughs> you know, or something like that. So if anybody's having a bad day and you, and you smell bacon and you start eating it, I mean, you're happy after that, right? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Cause it, yeah. So for sure, I for sure. It. So it's, so for so for, for eating out, I know it's something that you don't do very often, but uh, you're busted because I totally saw on your Instagram profile a few weeks ago, you went to In-N-Out. <laughs> That's my go-to. If I do have to go to lunch, it's In-N-Out get the burger patties that, you know, and that's, Oh, that's my favorite. And I just discovered that there's a, a place around here. Oh, some I'm, good they, burgers. Yeah. Yeah. They might have a, there's a place called the habit burger. I don't know if they're, I don't know if they're just California thing or if they're all over, but Oh man, their burgers are hundred percent beef, just delicious. And they're only like, I literally can get four burger patties for like $5 and 60 cents. So it's like, that's, that's my go-to. If I do go out, and when I do go to a restaurant, if it's with the family or if it's w- whatever, I always will. I'm not ashamed to ask the waiter, can you buy things a la carte, you know? And so, and, and if I can't, then I always look for like chicken wings, but I always make sure they're not breaded. They're just plain, you know, basic chicken wings. Yeah. And I do try to avoid seed oils. I do all that stuff, but I mean, I'm not going to like, you know, uh, put myself in the, you know, carnivore jail. If I happen to eat a chicken wing that was happened to be fried in something that wasn't, you know what I mean? Like an oil, that's a seed oil, you know, but that, right. those are the things I go to would be like a chicken wings. I always see if I can just order the things a la carte. And for the most part, they're usually pretty accommodating. And there are, I've, there's been occasional when I've bought, you know, Oh, we don't do it a la carte. So I'll buy the burger and deconstruct it and just eat the patty and the bacon. <laughs> so, you know, yeah. Cause we yeah. got to live, we got to eat. Right. So. I know. I, I I always tell I I always tell the waiter. I'm, I'm like, just please please don't bring the bun. Please don't bring any fries. Like, oh, it comes with it. It's free. I'm like, I know, but like, it's it's not going to get wasted. I mean, you you will be wasting food if you bring me fries and a bun, and 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 they'll and they'll still bring it because like they feel like they have to. Like, I'm sorry, it's my job. I'm like, they always okay. they always have to put on lettuce or something. But thankfully, we have chickens <laughs> at home, so we take all the table scraps, put them in there, and the, the chickens eat it. <laughs> oh. That's what we do. Oh, okay. Good. Great. I didn't know that you had chickens. Um, eggs. Is that something that you do? Oh yeah. I do eat eggs. I, I like eggs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We have like 25 chickens actually. We have a lot of them. So we get a lot of eggs. <laughs> I'm finding so, that I'm finding that even a lot of hardcore carnivores and hardcore um, lion, lion diet people are um, that, that's, that seems to be the exception. Eggs just seem to do great with everybody. And, and especially if you're, if, if you're kind of someone that 
really likes condiments and you miss them and you don't want to do sugar-free ketchup and stuff, which, um, you, which, which, which you shouldn't, nope. <laughs> then that, then, uh, that's, I've seen, I've seen a lot of people use raw egg yolks or even just like yeah. slightly undercooked eggs and just throw them on top of their meat. Yep. And, I mean, I know a lot of people, some people like, you know, if they have, if they're trying to heal, heal autoimmune issues, different things, or like they have histamine issues and all of this stuff, you know, they're like, oh, the egg, the whites and all of this stuff. I've never had any of those issues. So I do like eggs. You just mm -hmm. give me three or four scrambled eggs with a big plop of butter on top and I'm happy. <laughs> so I do, I will eat eggs, but I mean, I'll probably, I don't know, probably in the average, maybe three times a week, you know, I don't eat them every day or whatever, but they are, they are good. And they're definitely acceptable in my diet. I, I love them. Sure. Yeah. I've been, I, I think I'm kind of the same as you. I'll, I'll, I'll do eggs like a couple times a week. Um, normally just, just when, whenever I feel like it, whenever, whenever I'm craving, whenever I'm craving it, or if <laughs> this, this is probably not the, not the best reason to do it, but like, if I, if, if, if I'm low on beef or if it means that like, I have to open up a new package of ground beef, yeah. then like, I just won't do it. And I'll just throw eggs on. I'm like, oh, I'm not going to take 10 minutes. To do that. <laughs> yeah. I agree that, that, you know, and yeah, yeah. That's one thing that, if people could just realize the simplicity, it's like being a carnivore, it's truly almost freeing, you know? I mean, because mm -hmm. it's like, it is simple, you know? I mean, there are like to have scrambled eggs and butter, I am satisfied and carry on with my day, you know? And I do, you do have to remember, like if I have my meat, the, you know, be frozen, like pull it out of the freezer the night before or whatever, you know what I mean? Like kind of think ahead a little bit that way, but it's just so simple. I, I you know, I mean, you don't really even have to overthink oh what am i gonna cook now what am i gonna do now you know and so it's just it's like my my decisions are already made I, you know i know what i have in my freezer i know what i have in my fridge and and it's just it's easy well you know well, and so well especially for someone like you because you're you're just a go-getter i mean like you're 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 never not doing something you're never just sitting like sitting sitting around waiting for the phone to ring i mean like you you're, you're you you were you work in construction you're teaching fitness classes i mean that's, yeah, you have, you have, yeah. A, you have a big, you have a big family. And, and so the last thing that you have time to think about is what your next meal is going to be. And, and cause you are, and you always know what it is. And I'm the exact same way. I was meal prepping. I was meal prepping, um, peanut butter and jelly sandwiches and like tuna fish sandwiches weeks at a time. I know it's gross <laughs> and yeah. like they, they definitely got kind of soggy and disgusting by the end of the week, but I was doing that in college just because I was like, I was spread myself so thin. I didn't have time. I wish that I was on the carnivore diet in college. I I, I probably would have graduated. <laughs> yeah, 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 for sure, for sure. You know, <laughs> it, it does. It, it's and it's nice because it, yeah, you can. I'll cook up like three or four pounds of ground beef, put it in my fridge, and then just plop out a little bit when I, you know, when I'm when I'm hungry or what I need for lunch or dinner, and then then I go. So that yeah, it does make it very simple. <laughs> right. Okay. Oregon meats. Um, you're not a huge fan of those, are you? No, which, I just, which is funny because because nose to tail used to be so popular. Now I just don't hear anybody preaching it anymore. Yeah, I I don't know. I I I'm a big texture person. Like mm -hmm. I have never like even before carnivore. Like like say bananas. I I love the flavor of banana, but the texture of banana just didn't ever sit well with me. Like I <laughs> gagged trying to swallow. Yeah, way. yeah, <laughs> yeah I, you know. And there's some reason, like I think it's texture, and then also the like, like the visual of it, like oysters, the same way. Like I just would rather. Oh, I I'd rather fast. I I could honestly, I would rather much rather do it fast. <laughs> you give you challenge me to a 48 hour, 72 hour, five day fast. I'm I'm game there, but. <laughs> I just can't do it. Okay, I, well, 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 you're officially on record saying that you're open to challenges now. So I'm going to challenge you. 
Um, I think that I, 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 this, this is what I tell everybody that's like hesitant about organs. First of all, you don't need them. <laughs> like there, there's yeah. like you do not like nobody has to do it. But but it, but if, if you're feeling like challenging yourself, um, beef tongue. Oh, oh my gosh, it's. I, I know it's a tongue, but if you can just get past the fact that it's a That's tongue, the thing. I think it's it's, it's it's like it's like shredded pork, but it tastes ten times better. The yeah. flavor is so bomb. That and um, and beef heart, I would basically say that it's just think of it like a giant steak, um, and and the flavor again is out of this world. Liver, it's got to be fresh, and it's and, and it's got to be raw. I can't do cooked liver personally. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the closest I've been to doing, think about doing organs is that seasoning, pluck seasoning or whatever I heard people talk about. It's like dried or something, maybe like sprinkle a little bit over, you know, something. That's the only thing I could think of even doing liver organ wise. I'm just like, I don't know. It kind of reminds me of years and years ago when they came out with like, they try to change the color of ketchup to like green just for like a, you know, marketing thing. And it just like, oh, it looked gross, you know? And even though it tasted exactly like ketchup, but I just couldn't handle the green color. <laughs> so I don't know. I just like the visual, maybe I'm sure like with anything, like if you like were to like create, you know, make the dish and then just not tell me what it was and I'm here, I'm eating it, then it might be one thing. But for me to personally cook it, I don't know. I can't promise anything there. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My 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 daughter my daughter Everly. Um, every time she sees me eating raw liver, she literally beg she she literally begs for it. Good. It's hilarious. And, and you know what's funny is, is 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 our dog just isn't about it. You would think that a dog would be all over raw raw organ meat. Like no, yeah. the, the, our 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 dog wants ruminant animal meat animal meats just like normal uh, normal human beings do. Um, I think that my. I think my daughter and I are kind of, kind of, kind of on an island there for our, for our love for our living. Well, you know, it's like even my girls, they love sushi. I hate. I've always. I mean, like all the their texture lives. Texture there too, huh? Yeah, I was like, ugh, the, the texture of sushi, like the sticky rice and all that, it just like grosses me out. <laughs> so I don't eat that either. You know, I well, I never did, and I obviously wouldn't now. But in the past, I just like the texture. I don't know. I'm a I'm a huge texture person, so I'll just stick with my my meat. Yeah, <laughs> it makes me happy. Good stuff. Uh, we are coming up on an hour. I totally respect your time. And so I promise I will uh, refrain myself from asking any further questions except yep. for this one, which is uh, if, if, there, if there was if there was someone that was like, hey, um, I'm I'm, I'm uh, 30 pounds overweight and I'm uh, and, and, I, and I just feel like I should have more energy throughout the day. Um, I'm kind of thinking about this carnivore diet thing, but it sounds kind of sketchy. What would your advice to them be? Try it. I mean, honestly, it's like, especially people that are, they've been like, when you go to like, look for help. I mean, if you're to the point where you're like, oh, I'm so fed up and I'm so frustrated and they're looking on the internet or they're looking wherever you're going to get a, a million different pieces of advice, but it comes down to just try it. Give yourself 30 days. 60 days, 90 days would be ideal, but literally just try it, stay true to it. And, th and then just let the, trust the process, you know, I mean, and mm -hmm. just let it, and, and like we, like we talked about, start small, just like eliminating certain things. You know, I didn't go to carnivore right from eating the standard American diet into carnivore. You know, I did the periods of time through keto where I would eliminate, you know, all the processed foods and all of that type of stuff. But, and then it just kind of like it transitioned easily into it, but definitely try it. I, you know, I mean, the 30 days goes by like that. You know, I mean, my world, this, my word, this 
time it just flies by, you know, the older you get, it goes by faster. So just for your own self and for your own sake, just, just try it, you know, and, and, uh, and just, just judge your, how yourself on how you feel. Don't base it on what somebody says you should feel based on you do this and you're going to have all of these results. No, because that can sometimes get frustrating because Mm -hmm. we don't all have the same results, you know, Mm -hmm. and stuff. And so, and I see a lot of people that they start it and then they don't see the results. So then they start adding, you know, bringing in other people and other ideas and all this other stuff. And then they're just kind of like all in a state of confusion. So just, I love the kiss method. Keep it simple, stupid. And just, you know, and just, and, and if you do need to, if you do have a lot of health issues, bring it back to the lion diet is great for that. Eliminate everything and then start adding stuff in. If you could add the, the seasonings in there, if you could add the dairy in there, you know, and things like that, but just really just, just try it. That's the first step is just trying, you know, right. and, and don't be afraid to try and don't, you know, and don't do it all at once. Just do it in, in baby steps. And it, I don't know. I, I think that it can work for, I think there's very few people that it doesn't actually work for. Yeah. I hundred percent agree. It's, it's like, it's like, what, what have you got to lose? You can always go back to your own, to, to your old way of eating. If it backfires that bad and you, and you, but you're never, you're never going to know until you try it. I agree. And I think also a part of it is kind of something we talked about too, but when people have all of these issues, it's, it's kind of sad how their issues truly become part of their identity. And so if they, if they're going to change that all of a sudden these issues go away, it's like they've almost lost part of their identity. And that's a scary thing for a lot of people, I feel. And so, you know, I mean, like if they've talked about like their arthritis or their this or their that or their weight, you know, whatever, it truly becomes part of their identity. And that's then that's kind of like what they cling on to. It's like their little comfort zone. And one of the things I tell, I say in my classes all the time, if you want to see change, you have to get outside of your comfort zone. If you are staying inside your comfort zone, that's, you're just going to stay there. But in order to truly change, we got to get outside of our comfort zone safely. And then that's when change will happen. And so that's, that's where I, I think it's like, you know, it's just, it's, you know, and everybody, you know, we all have a story, we all have a history and a background and all of this stuff. So it's just, just try it. That's that, that would be my definitely just try it. <laughs> exactly. I, I think most people come to this diet because they're 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 troubleshooting some sort of an autoimmune issue or they're trying to lose weight. Like th- yep. those are those are usually the the two the the, the two biggest ones. Yes. And I'm sorry, I don't know where I was going with that. But that, oh yeah, but so that's 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 why people come to this diet. But then you, but then you what what you realize is it's you become a different person. Yes. Just like your 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 view on food, your view on life, your view on everything that you do throughout the day getting sunlight, getting grounded. It's like it, it all, it all comes, it all, it all comes together. And that's kind of something that you see uh, within this whole carnivore keto space. Completely agree. Completely agree. (laughs) Cool. Thanks so much, everybody, for joining us. If you found this helpful, please pay it forward by sharing with a friend. One more thing before we sign off, if you're not subscribed to our nutrition podcast, Carnivore Coaches Corner, you're really missing out. Coach Colt and Mark Ennis are thrilled to announce they're ranked number 108 in the United States by Spotify in nutrition podcast. Number one, here we come. Colt and Mark collaborate weekly, diving deep into meat-based nutrition and advanced hypertrophy training featuring top coaches and nutritionists from across the globe. 
If you're a fan of the low-carb lifestyle or just getting into it, just search Carnivore Coaches Corner on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Radio Public, Overcast, Google Podcasts, and if your podcatcher isn't on this list, tell us where you listen and we'll make sure to get Carnivore Coaches Corner wherever you're listening. Thanks again one more time. We'll catch you on episode 184, and I'm going to leave you with our battle cry here at supersetyourlife.com. 1 Corinthians 6, 19 through 20. Do you not know that your body is a sanctuary of the Holy Spirit who is in you, whom you have from God? You are not your own, for you were purchased at a price. Therefore, glorify God in your body.